0: I want to take my text this morning from that gospel reading, John 11:25 and 26. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. And whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? There have been times when I have read this passage and my imagination has played a trick with me. I picture myself conducting a funeral service. The person is very well known and a large crowd is present. Among the family circle and those closest to them are signs of deep sorrow and distress. And suddenly from the crowd, one person stands out. They call the dead person by name and say to him, get up, come out. And immediately, there comes a voice from the grave. There's a moment of panic and confusion. The coffin is opened. The dead person stands out, helped by their friends, but to all appearances, alive and well and able to greet them. That in essence is what happened in this story we read this morning, except for the fact that the funeral was over and Lazarus had been in the tomb for several days. This surely must have been the most spectacular of all Jesus' miracles. It is so vividly told that there can be no doubt that it must have been based on the account of eyewitnesses. But what are we to make of it? This story is not simply another healing miracle more spectacular than the rest. This incident (coughs) was planned by Jesus to be a sign, a demonstration of the power of God over death itself and a foreshadowing of his own resurrection. It is also a message of hope for you and me. Lazarus was indeed raised from the dead, but Lazarus had to die all over again. So did Martha and Mary, and so did all the others who witnessed Jesus' miracle that day. For death is part of life. Each one of us will have to do battle with it and each one of us will die. Yet the message of this miracle, and the wonderful message of this Easter morning, is that death cannot win the final victory. For those whose faith and hope are in the Lord Jesus, the last word is always with him. As we look more closely at what Jesus said and did in the village of Bethany that day, we hear, first of all, a message of certainty. It's a funny thing, but when people are confused and sorrowing, they often fall back on old, familiar sayings of the past. It may not be a very religious home, but again and again I have heard folks saying, ah, it is the Lord's will, or God knows best, or he's better off now, or she's gone to be with Jesus. It was like that, wasn't it, with Martha in this story verse 24, my brother shall rise again at the last day. Many Jews believed this, though they were a bit hazy about what it all meant. But how revolutionary were the Master's words. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies, and whoever lives and believes in me will never die." It was not simply that Jesus was able to make dead people rise sometimes. It wasn't simply that he claimed to have some power over death. These words boldly declare, that he is the source of life, that eternal life, that finds its most powerful symbol and assurance in his own resurrection from the dead. There must have been few around the graveside that day who were not powerfully impressed. Some indeed were angry that this thing had happened and that Jesus had gained credibility as a result. But many, many more must have been overawed and thankful. Not simply that Lazarus was restored to his sorrowing sisters, but that they had seen something that defied human calculation and that proved that the last word didn't lie with death. But for us today, there is an even deeper significance here. The raising of Lazarus was not the last word that Jesus had to say on death. This miracle must be seen in some way as a preparation for the even greater miracle of Easter morning, the empty tomb, the appearance of the risen Jesus to his disciples, the confusion of his enemies, the joyful witness of his friends, the courageous testimony of the early church, all this proclaims with certainty. That the Lord is risen indeed. A message of certainty. And there is, of course, also a message of comfort. Whoever believes in me will live even though he dies. Jesus doesn't promise his followers immunity from death. Death awaits us all. It is the last stronghold of the power of evil over us. As the Bible says, the last enemy that shall be destroyed is death. Many of you will know that Mary Baker Eddy was the founder of the Christian Science Church. She taught that evil is unreal, and sin is unreal, and sickness is unreal, and even death is unreal. If only we have enough faith, the power of these things in our mind and spirit can be broken, and we will be free. But she herself died. It is told that her followers tried to keep it secret for a time. I don't know. But death cannot be met like that. We cannot conquer death by any sort of deception. We have to face it fair and square. We face it when we see it happen to people we know. And all of us will have to face it at last in the loneliness of our own dying when we pass out into the unknown. But what comfort these words of Jesus bring. I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me will live even though he dies. Jesus has tasted death for every one of us, and he has triumphed over it. It is like a snake without a sting. It may still frighten us, but it cannot destroy us. I wonder if Martha and Mary were still around when Lazarus came to die again. If so, I'm sure they were still sad and broken at the thought of parting from him. But no longer would they comfort themselves with some merely conventional words about a final resurrection. Now they knew for sure the power of Jesus over life and death. This was for real. They knew it there at the tomb that day. It had been reinforced for them beyond all question, and they knew it even more powerfully on that first Easter morning. They knew that death did not have the final word. Will you let Jesus speak that word of comfort to you on this Easter morning? Maybe some of us in church this morning are here with sad hearts with memories of Easter's past. Life is long and lonesome without the person we love best. Maybe you have your own personal fears of what lies ahead for you. I love the words of a great hymn Be still, my soul. When dearest friends depart, and all is darkened in the veil of tears, then shalt thou better know his love, his heart, who comes to soothe thy sorrows and thy fears. Be still, my soul, thy Jesus can repay from his own fullness all he takes away. A message of certainty, a message of comfort. But this miracle is also a message of confidence. Verse 26, Whoever lives and believes in me will never die. Jesus offers his comfort not only about those who have passed on. He also offers confidence to us who remain. In Hebrews 2 and 15, there is a powerful description of how Jesus' death and resurrection bring hope and deliverance to us. He says, in this way, He set free those who were slaves all their lives because of their fear of death. He set free those who were slaves all their lives because of their fear of death. And in our world today, there are so many who are like that, worried about accidents, worried about flying, worried about disease, and their lives are lived in slavery. They miss out on the freedom that Jesus wants to give. Death may be an enemy, but death has been defeated. It may harm us, but it cannot conquer us. God can deliver us from the fear of death as we learn to trust in Him, for He has demonstrated its final defeat by the resurrection of the Lord Jesus on Easter morning. Many years ago, a minister of our church was nearing his end. A brother minister called to see him and found him propped up in bed, listening to the music of Handel's Messiah. The dying man turned and said to him, this is the great moment when you know that all the things you wondered about are true. That's what Christ does for those who put their hope and trust in Him. O death, where is your sting? O grave, Where is your victory? Thanks be to God, who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me say just one thing more. Did you notice how these great words of Jesus finish with a question, a very personal question? Jesus said to Martha, do you believe this? Do you believe this? In the end, our Christian faith comes down to personal questions like that. Do you believe? Maybe you want to say to me this morning, I'd like to believe but it's all too big for me. There are just so many things I can't get my head around, things I can't understand. Maybe. But couldn't you just trust the risen Jesus? Couldn't you let him assure you by his Easter victory and go out from here in the joy of it and the peace of it with your faith firmly fixed in him. Let us pray. Almighty God, By your power, you raised the Lord Jesus from the dead to rule over this world in love. Forgive us that too often we have remained captive to our doubts and fears. Set us free in the victory of Christ to live our lives in joy and service that we might share his good news with all in need and live as your glad and faithful people for Jesus' sake. Amen.